Ooh, that was weird. You have I to, liked yeah, it. You have to do the, the finger movements. Finger movements. And that's our bumper. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So... Turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew and over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely 90s with a 90S. You can also find this show every Monday on YouTube. It's found at namely90s.com slash YouTube. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash namely90s with a 90s and give us your support. <sighs> it's finally here. Oh, yeah. The is pod that, shed. Is that the pod shed in the background? It is. Looking, yes, looking good. Sir. Thank like you. The, like the, the bright light over your head. Yeah, the, the electrician decided to put these like bright LED puck lights in the ceiling. So this is not going to be my final recording setup. I still have to put up my backdrops and my sound deadening and my actual lights, which are just lamps I bought from the college dorm section of Target. <laughs> but hey, they work, you know, yeah, um, off season. So it's cheaper. But yeah, the, the pod shed and the thing I came up with, and I think I told you this, maybe I, told, I don't remember, but um I hate the term man cave, you know, it's just, right. it's gross. I don't That's like it. That's why we were calling us she shed. Right. But then I realized, so then I told you I was getting super into flight simulator. Yes. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to name it something different. I'm going to call it the cockpit. <laughs> Which is not to be confused with the gay bar in 30th. Right. And it works in two ways. Obviously you can, you can work that around in your mind. It's a very good synonym for um man cave anyway so here i am in the cockpit <laughs> uh, uh, there's so many places to, to go with that can't wait to see all the aviation things just popping up in the background eventually <laughs> yeah uh anyway um so that's that's what's going on here we got the shed pretty much done and i'm excited nice yeah that's uh, it'll be nice to have the ability to record at like 10 30 11 at night um, yeah instead of at my like post-lunch nap time which is when i recorded the last 70 episodes basically yeah you're always like or like the the last the last time we were i think you even just recorded at your house for the last two episodes and you were just like energized and like i, I was just i was dead <laughs> I know. um but yeah i talked too much I mean, welcome to the party. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been a good eighty three episodes without you. <laughs> oh, stop! Uh, uh, anyway, that's funny. Yeah, which will it'll also be nice because we'll be able to to schedule our uh, upcoming podcast of horror two. Uh, I'm special. sorry, did you say schedule? 
Yes, I said schedule, <laughs> like the most shed. British French. Ah, uh, shed. Shed. Schedule. Wow. Uh, anyway, you were about to tell everyone about our Halloween special before I rudely interrupted you. Yeah, it's possible you heard it as a bumper and or a mid-episode ad, uh, but we were doing podcast of horror two, and I believe we'll be having Janelle on from uh, the True North Collective, and possibly be promoting her. A YouTube series called Girl Got Ghosted or something to that extent. But you'll find out more in a month at the end of the month, technically next month. But I was also trying to plug the future uh, 12 Days of Christmas Specials 2021. Um, oh, yeah. We did it last year. We decided on doing it again this year. Uh, hopefully, we'll be reaching out to. Um, podcasts and uh, connecting with them soon I mean, we got and some great episodes we brainstormed this list next to the pool after my slight bout of severe nausea at the sushi restaurant yes but he claimed he didn't have any uh diarrhea which is why he was in the pool diarrhea. Um, so yeah we uh i've also i've adjusted our list slightly which uh since since then um just to balance it out between like long episodes and short episodes i'll allow it uh you know it's a nice it's a nice survey of of the 90s television and um you know more surprises and and fun stuff coming up for the 12 days of christmas specials but we're we're not there yet. We're we're in October and it's it's currently Halloween month. Uh so yeah, enjoy the spooky sounds of us going ooh and ah. Yeah, and for the first time in a while, this is actually because of my unavailability, is actually being recorded somewhat close to the date it'll come out. So uh, yeah. So I was just Kudos to whoever edited this in time to release it on <laughs> well, Monday. But I was just watching Mariners baseball and they're actually somewhat close to getting into the playoffs for the first time in like 20 years and they needed to win all three games ideally to have the best chance and they lost one. That was a stat. That was a stat that I just saw like earlier tonight and I was like has it really been 20 years and it has it's been 20 years. That's ridiculous. It's horrifying. But uh, no, anyway, and then I was uh, and then the Seattle Kraken are playing their preseason games. Keep keeping up with that uh, nice, exciting nice. preseason win tonight. So looking forward to seeing them start playing, I think, on the 12th or 13th is their first game in Vegas, baby, Ooh. which is a good segue into. It just says Vegas at the top. <laughs> Uh, I mean, obviously, we were going to talk about the, the the Kraken playing in Vegas, <laughs> not the fact that well, while while you were off doing whatever you were doing last weekend, I was uh, in Vegas. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, my schedule shed jewel afforded me the opportunity to go visit my friend before she shipped off to Germany um, for six months. Uh, because she was living in Vegas and I kept saying, we kept she, saying I should come out and visit. Is she in the military? She is in the military. Ah, The Air Force, I believe. Ah, Ramstein, I would yeah. guess. Yes. Hmm. I don't know. I honestly don't know. They're not allowed to share that. Travel well, that's the Air Force they Base in get Germany. Over there. There's so. only one. 
Well, it's, I think so. Oh, fair enough. Well, uh, she's Maybe probably, I'm probably wrong. If you're in the military and you think I'm a jackass, <laughs> let us know by, uh, <laughs> contacting us through our website, naming nineties.com with nine zero S or the, spelled the other way. Also, there's no contact form there. Uh, also spelled he, he, at namely Andrew. He, yeah. Uh, you can find him on Twitter <laughs> at namely Andrew and, uh, listen, do- I've been to the Cinnabon on that base. Just letting you know. <laughs> I have been to the city. I was in Germany and I went to a Cinnabon. I mean, I, I, I guess I went to a McDonald's in Switzerland uh, that, um, that time I was there, but really a Cinnabon. Yes. Well, I went on base. I don't know. It's fine. I love Cinnabon. He wasn't like a Cinnabon in Germany. I just think it's funny when uh, Louis CK did a joke about, uh, R.I.P. Louis C.K.'s reputation uh, did a joke about um, when you and I'm not going to repeat the whole thing because it's quite politically incorrect, but like, you know, you're fat <laughs> when you go to the Cinnabon at the arriving airport, like you're 20 minutes from home. You could just get in the cab and go and you just stop and, sit and shove a Cinnabon in your face. Once again, that's at namely Andrew on Twitter. I wish airports still had Cinnabons. Oh, they have his fancy grilled cheese now. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm sure there's some Midwest airports with the Cinnabon or sure. Two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't even know if they're in mall food courts anymore. I don't know if malls exist we, anymore. So yeah, we have in our mall there. Cinnabon is still a staple in malls. We were actually at Bell Square this or Bellevue Square, I should say this weekend. Bell week. Square is so posh. And uh, it's been there 75 years. The Cinnabon? Yes, <laughs> it was the original Cinnabon. <laughs> it was opened shortly after World War II. Uh, no, it, it's um, no, Bellevue Square has been there that uh-huh. long, apparently, which is surprising because that means it would have been built like in the late 40s, early 50s, something like that. 55-ish? Yes, 75 years. Yeah, anyway, so I thought that was kind of surprising. The more you know. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I didn't know that about Bell Square, but I assume they've remodeled it a few times. <laughs> yeah, we hit up. Yeah, I would say so. But yeah, we hit up the uh, Din Tai Fung. I didn't get nice. nauseated by the sight of Asian food. And then we got uh, bubble waffles at Happy Lemon, which is this full place in there. Super good. Bubble waffles. I don't know what bubble waffles. Oh, the, the bubble waffles that usually accompany ice cream cones nowadays. Yeah, but this one was real good. So like we, we had it at this place that was uh, in Spokane and they they were really soggy. But mm-hmm. the ones they make here, they cook them really slow. And so the line takes forever. We did like 25 minutes for these waffles. Totally worth it. They were extremely good. So, yeah, I would recommend if you ever find yourself in Bellevue Square, go there. Cool. Uh, bubble, bubble waffles is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, any, anything new over there other than Vegas? What did you do in Vegas? Uh, well, I got to go to Omega Mart. If, has you, have you heard of this? Mm. Uh, Omega Mart. It is a art installation, but it's it, um, it's kind of like a, an ARG thing, um, augmented reality, or uh, it, it, it's hard to explain. It's it's Clearly. in the front. It's like a convenience store, but they have a bunch of like weird stuff that's not really um, actually convenience store stuff. Like you'll. It, things are like slightly off. Like they're like, oh man, 
customers sometimes confuse Omega Mart lemons for actual lemons, uh, things, things like that. Uh, there's, there were, there's ramen notes instead of noodles. Um, hmm. uh, what else? It, it's it, whale de- deodorant. It, it, um, I don't know how I can explain it to you without just sending you a video, but it's, it was, it was very interesting. And then that's like the front. And then as you go through it, there's like a portal in the frozen food, like in that episode of family guy where Chris gets pulled into the, um, yeah, the the video for, for, yeah, for aha, um, take on me. And there's this whole like lore aspect to it. You get pulled back into the back end. There's a factory that's, stealing something called the source and um Mm. you have this little swipe card that works on all the computers that kind of uh, there's like a whole story going on as you're kind of just working your way through this art installation i mean it's it's all surrealist and cool Uh, you would like the puns on the food there's like existential butter instead of i can't believe it's not butter um (laughs) stuff, stuff like that and um yeah it, it's and there's a couple slides which is a weird thing to do at a place where adults go but you know it, it was it was a fun thing i'd heard about it a few months ago and i was like i gotta do it while i'm there and my friend had gone previously um but who she had gone with didn't really have the patience to do the or they didn't discover the whole ARG element of being in there. So uh, I didn't bore her by spending three hours kind of just soaking up every piece of lore I can get. Yeah, it sounds kind of dumb. (laughs) See, that that, that would be your response, wouldn't it? (laughs) Yes, 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 it would. That's always my response, though. Yeah. I'm kind of dumb. This is the man who wouldn't enjoy Disneyland. Uh, So, but yeah, it it was was fun. I enjoyed doing that. Uh, There's an arcade bar, which you we've been to things like that before um what else i went to egg slut great oh great yeah breakfast. i've heard of that it's the guy that uh sorry i'm gonna adjust my microphone that's what she said um like one of the guys who's always on guy fieri shows mm, uh i could Aaron see them May, being i think i thought Isn't he Al- involved in that i thought his name was alvin something oh maybe i'm thinking he's of like a different a, guy he's a large brother um, oh, i might be thinking of someone else he's uh some sort of he yeah pretty sure it's the guy yeah from, i'm thinking of a different guy i'm sorry yeah it's the guy from like the burger show on um on youtube and um that's quite an interesting name choice they've gone with it's but it's so true like it's the the sandwich has an egg in it and it it's runny and uh the dude the the truffle hash browns Oh, hashtag truffle hash browns. And let's see. We also ate at uh, Raku, which is a Japanese restaurant that um, Anthony Bourdain ate at when he used to go to Vegas. Um, So that was uh, that was remarkable. And I went to a Taco Bell Cantina, uh, which while created Taco Bell food, that was better than a regular Taco Bell. They didn't have anything on special on the menu other than alcoholic Baja blasts. Um, but did you sit in the booth that Paul Giamatti sat in in sideways 
We did not. In like uh, 2009 or whenever that movie came out. No, Taco Bell cantinas have only been around for four years. No, there was a Taco Bell cantina in the movie <laughs> Sideways. Yes. <laughs> uh, Andrew referring to when he and Kayla visited and we went to Solvang and sat in the Paul Giamatti booth mm-hmm. uh, from Sideways. Yeah. Just by a stroke of luck. Yeah, it was random. We were like, we want to eat somewhere inside that's... Uh, that has some fans because it was a little hot and um, where Paul Giamatti is also eaten. That's always on my list of criteria of places to eat. Yeah. It's you not- know, uh, he, he, he's really interested in going to wherever they shot Spider-Man, amazing Spider-Man two when he was the rhino. And, uh, he just wants to wear that suit of armor that, that was clearly all CG. All right. Uh, yeah. It's probably time. Yeah. It's it's past time. So um, let's let's do it. Let's jump into the episode. Why don't you tell us what was going on in October of 1990? Uh, travel back to be listeners. If you, wow, those weren't the correct words. Travel back to travel back to me. Nope. Travel back <laughs> with me, listeners, to October of 1990. On the first, TBS drops the Superstation moniker, which returns six years later. On the second, World War II Allied nations cede any remaining rights as occupiers of Germany. Other than the Cinnabon Corporation, which is still... And this precludes the third, uh, which the reunification of East and West Germany occurs. Also on the third, Florida record store owner Charles Freeman is found guilty of obscenity for selling two live crew rap records. So after that, he was no longer a free man. (laughs) 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 Enjoy the echo (laughs) on the fourth. uh, Beverly Hills 90210 premieres on Fox. On the sixth, the Sega Game Gear, a colored handheld is released in Japan. It launched in April of 1991 in US and Europe, which I failed to mention in that episode because of Wikipedia. On the 8th, the first McDonald's restaurant is opened in mainland China in Shenzhen near Hong Kong. Is it like, does it seem like every city in China sounds like a sauce? Well, I mean, Sichuan is an actual... It's a region, I would suspect. Sichuan, it's a pepper, it's a sauce, it's a region that's known for their cooking. I believe it might also be a city of some sort. Who Hmm. knows? On the ninth, David Souter is sworn in as a Supreme Court Justice. Don't, don't know of him. No idea. Uh, also, on the 9th, on the 50th anniversary of John Legend's... Wow. John Legend, yes. <laughs> oh, nighttime recording. Uh, on the 50th anniversary of John Lennon's birth, his 1971 song, Imagine, is broadcast simultaneously by approximately 1,000 radio stations in over 100 countries. Andrew probably hated that even being just one. I actually don't mind that song. Oh, really? <laughs> That's the one song that you don't mind from the Beatles and or any it's all right. I mean, number. at least the message is good <laughs> on the 13th. The Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota opens. Do you know what the Target Center is? Uh, I do not. 
I'm pretty sure that's a stadium. I think that's Target Field. It's only been Target Field for a while. I in a mini. Oh, you you do the fact checking, and I will. Yeah, that's move called on. Target Field, and then you said Target what? Center. Center. It's a live music venue in Minneapolis, Minnesota. In Minneapolis, Minnesota, and it's for the NBA plays. Yes. Oh, Target, Minnesota, going hard. Is it from Minnesota? Probably. Mm. Huh. Yeah, maybe. On the fourteenth, Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis file for divorce after two years of marriage. On the seventeenth, Billy Joel Armstrong of Green Day drops out of school to pursue a career in music. On the nineteenth, Sierra Renee, actress on the first season of Legends of Tomorrow, is born. She played Hawkwoman. Oh. On the 22nd, Jonathan Lipnicki, Jerry Maguire, Stuart Little. Hey, Stuart Little. Yeah, hey, I just referenced Stuart Little. Uh, he's born. Uh, I didn't realize that kid was younger than us. Weird. You should, we should have him on the show. On the 25th, the first Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode airs. On the 26th, the Cincinnati Reds sweep the Oakland A's in four games to win the World Series. A first sweep since 1976. And yes, it is that boring. On the 30th. On a couple nights. On the 30th, Britain and France complete the channel. Oh, yes, the channel. You want to explain what the channel is to our... The channel tunnel. It goes underneath the English channel. Connects France and England. There you go. That's your UK fact of the week brought to you by the insanely dangerous retro Pajo. No, just kidding. Uh, that would have been a good one to sponsor on in the box office. We don't have any TV premiering in the box office on the fifth. We have the re-release of Fantasia. Also Ooh. Miller's crossing. Nope. And on the 19th night of the living dead. And in the Billboard charts, we have the number ones for October 1990. For the first week, Close to You by Maxi Priest. Second week, Praying for Time by George Michael. Third week, I Don't Have the Heart by Mm. James Ingram. And the fourth week, Black Cat by Janet Jackson. Gosh, I hate the early 90s. (laughs) Hey, Namely 90s Faithful, it's Andrew and Brandon here. Now that it's spooky season, we want to tease our upcoming sequel to last year's Podcast of Horror special coming at the end of the month. Wait, 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 wait. Podcast of Horror 2 is actually coming out next month, Andrew? Yeah, okay, fine. Our Halloween spooktacular is actually going to be coming out Monday, November 1st. But just because it's landing on All Saints Day doesn't mean it's going to be any less Halloween themed than last year's. Also, throughout October's episodes, we'll be interjecting with some 90s childhood memories to keep with the theme. We hope you have a ghoulishly good time. Our Halloween themed question for this week is what costume do you remember the most from your 90s childhood? Mm. Do you Good want to think about it while I go through mine? Question. Yeah. Um. I, so we talked about this last year, I think. But uh, the I, I remember a couple. My favorite as a kid probably was the White Ranger, uh, White Power Ranger. 
um, costume because it came with uh, it came with a crappy mask, but it had like a full armor, like upper body armor that he had, right. um, which we we would later just play with as like an actual armor for whatever imaginary things that we did back when we were kids because the internet didn't exist. True. But I also remember it might've been closer to middle school. So out of the nineties, but I had like a, a headless person, headless horseman costume at one point, which had like an inflatable um, headrest that went on my shoulders. And so it looked like I didn't have a head. Weird. But I remember running around with that and like I tripped so many times and I would just fall flat on the, the inflatable. Um, I don't, I, I cannot remember a single costume. I think I dressed up as a crayon once when I was really little. Ace, wow. Okay. Uh, a crayon. Yeah. Like, you know, Crayola. Yeah. That, that, and there's a picture of that somewhere out there. I think that works. So uh, we'll we'll look for that. And now back to the show. I don't I don't know how that's going to work or if that is going to work, but you know, just little little Halloween tidbits to keep us interested as we go through the early '90s of October. Let us know what your favorite Halloween costume for the '90s was. Add us at naming '90s. With a nine zero S. I feel like there's an opportunity to go as a slutty egg for you. For me? Well, I don't know. That's the thing. That's like, oh, why can't you be the slutty egg? You're the one who went to egg slut, sir. Ah, that that (laughs) now makes more sense. Also, I feel like that was one of the costumes on uh, the masked singer. A slutty egg. I think the egg was one of them, but I don't know that it was. Was was Lady Gaga wearing that one? Hey, she is not. She is a. She is a lovely woman. No, but the woman has found a way to wear meat uh, as a dress. I wouldn't put it past her to find an egg costume. That I would go is with uh, at Miley least Cyrus, maybe sexy. Um, yeah, I can see Miley doing that. I guess maybe replacing her wrecking ball with an egg. <laughs> uh, some sort of Humpty Dumpty joke. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> It's, oh, it's, dear. I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about obscenity. Obscenity? I thought we were talking about Tree Horse of Horror first. Oh, well, no, but you said I'm now back to the show again after the first thing that was after that. And Anywhere again, you want to well, go? It's worked. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about obscenity. Okay. Uh, you want to go to obscenity? To live crew. Should um, I know who that is? N- no. I, oh, well, maybe. Like, if you... I don't know who it is. I, 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 read, I read about this, and I found it interesting, so I thought we should talk about it. Um, it, it was a... In 1989, a group released their third album, As Nasty As They Want to Be, which became the group's most successful album. And a large part of its success was due to the single Me So Horny, which was a uh, popular, uh, which was popular locally with heavy radio rotation in Miami's area. Um, the American Family Association did not think the presence of a parental advisory sticker was enough to adequately 
briefly warn listeners of what was inside the CD case. Um, so uh, they met with the Florida governor. They convinced him to look into the album to see if it met the legal classification of obscenity. And uh, in 1990, legal action was taken against uh, a, let's see, a blah, 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 probable cause for obscenity violations existed. Um, in response, Luther Campbell uh, said the douchiest thing ever stated. And that was that people should focus on issues relating to hunger and poverty rather than the lyrical content of their music. Right. It's so, such a douchey thing to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but on the same, on the other side of the, the coin, the American family association. Yeah. Ugh, that sounds creepy. So, uh, the, the sheriff, in in Broward County, uh, warned record store owners that selling the album might be a prosecutable offense. Um, and Charles Freeman, a local retailer, was arrested two days after a judge rule, a U.S. District Court judge ruled that the album was obscene and illegal to sell. Uh, so. This was also followed by the arrest of three of the two live crew members after they performed as nasty as they want to be uh, the album at Club Futra in Hollywood, Florida. Anyway, um, it's just it's just so crazy that they got charged with obscenity for a rap album. Yeah, and then uh, what? Thirty years later, uh, someone just as obscene was able to become president. Twenty. <laughs> Six years, whatever. Exactly. Um, it, it's just a, a quote from Campbell. A lot of people have gotten the impression that I'm this rude sexual deviant or something, but contrary to what has been printed about me in papers, I'm no moral threat to anybody. I'm just a hardworking guy marketing a new product. Um, it's Freeman's conviction was eventually overturned on an appeal. But it's just, it's, it's maybe that's where uh, Bill Clinton got the idea of sexually explicit things. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know where I want to go with this. I, it's just, it was, it, it was a sign to me that, that a rap album was considered so obscene that a man was arrested over it. Multiple men were arrested over it and um, just, just what do you think of this statement gates testified on behalf of two live crew arguing that the material that the county alleged was profane actually had important roots in african-american vernacular games and literary traditions and should be protected i mean i i would believe him uh it's Personally, I think it's dumb that the that this was even a thing. Um, it, it's it's clearly like white people I, I, trying I agree. to suppress the American Family yeah. Association. Like, yeah. God, is there anyone you could think of less that you don't want to invite to like Christmas any less than those people? Right, uh, and, and uh, Nick Navarro is related to Dave. No, yeah, pro- possibly. Uh, <laughs> 
I, the thing, I mean, I, I don't know. That sounds like legal bullshit to me. Yeah. But like, I, I do think obviously there are a lot of things can be rooted in those things, but I think that's an easy thing to say when you're just, it's just, you know how I feel about when people try to explain how something they've done purely just for entertainment and to be profitable like somehow is deeper than it appears on the surface. I, yeah, I that, think that I, those arguments are always total crap. Yeah. Like the Hanson quote or uh, the Barbie girl. Right. Um, but at the same time, I, I think that's missing the point of, of, of this. No, I'm uh, just stating that I think it's annoying when people try to like make these, they make things sound more profound than they really are. Like just admit you just wanted to make a song that people would find popular and make you money that's what that's what the music business is about you know don't try to hide behind some sort of deep you know meaning behind this stuff that clearly has no meaning you know that that's the thing that drives me nuts but why why can like one artist do something that's like profanity is so subjective that how could you possibly regulate it like it it just doesn't make any sense yeah Uh, and people can choose what they want to listen to it's just uh, you know, even in our lifetime, it's things have slowly become more acceptable in terms of profane language being used in things. And, um, like motion pictures having different ratings and, uh, what you can actually see on network television, like or FX after 9 PM, uh, yeah, exactly. bomb. Yeah. Uh, two girls kissing on the episode of the OC from 2004, five. That is so profane. Yes. Uh, clutching my pearls. Um, I want to go back to Treehouse of Horror since we didn't talk about it at all. Okay. Uh, the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. I'm aware of it. Have do you? I mean, did we did we talk about it last? We talked about it last time, and I Uh, feel like. I thought the we, ones we liked were from the one episode we talked about. I like thought where they turn the little kid into the sausages or the bratwurst. Yes. I, I did think I thought that was that, that was the episode we watched too. That was, that was oh, the, the issue thing. is I don't have any specific recollections of oh, it other ooh. than when someone tells me about one of them. I immediately remember it, but I can't for the life of me. I can't remember the different storylines or so because there were three per Per yep. episode. Yep. Well, so in the original one, the uh, it, the it opens with a homage to Frankenstein. Marge warns the audience of the nature of the episode and tells them that it is to put their children to sleep instead of writing angry letters in. Um, Surprised wow. they didn't how, get censored. How topical. Yeah. Um, then let's see the the bad dream house was the first one, which was a parody of Poltergeist. And the Amityville Horror. Um, oh, I just learned about that. I hadn't known about that previously. Poltergeist? The Amityville Horror. Oh, okay. Um, Poltergeist is also um, referenced in that uh, Family Guy episode where Peter realizes the house is on an ancient uh, Native American burial ground. I should probably watch that one again. Isn't that the one where Stewie gets sucked into the TV and does the... Uh the poltergeist um, thing. Yeah. But yeah. Then he, isn't that where he does the, in the air tonight? Joke? Oh yes. Because he's, because of the, the vocals. Oh, yeah, he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see the second 
uh, part of the episode is called Hungry Are the Damned, where the Simpsons family are having a barbecue when they're abducted by two extraterrestrial life forms named Kang and Kodos. Kang. Yeah, I remember those guys. The uh, aliens are super funny. From Rigel 4. Um, and then finally, the last one from this episode was The Raven, where Lisa reads The Raven and Bart is the raven to uh homer oh that sounds familiar i remember that one yeah um which marge is lenore and james earl jones narrates james earl jones narrates so that would be the first treehouse of horror which was it was a good episode it just didn't make our our favorite i really need to go back and watch the simpsons i just keep i keep saying it but I think it's a good month to just watch the Treehouse of Horrors. Yeah, do, that'd be good. You could pretty much do one a night and be to watch a new one every single night. Um, I might have to do it this time during the month. Um, also, I think I mentioned the Sega Game Gear before. Uh, my cousin had it. I had a Game Boy. Um, we've definitely talked about this. Sonic 2 was the coolest uh, on that. Um, Echo the Dolphin. But I, can't, I never, I never played it. The the Game the Gear Sega or Sonic? Game Gear. Yeah. yeah, no, I never. We didn't have Sega things. I think my cousin, my older cousin, had it, but we didn't. He was older than me, so he and my brother usually hung out more. Yeah, I mean, my my older cousin had it as well. I I don't. Yeah, I I don't remember the price point on that thing, but I feel like if it was a colored handheld, it was more expensive than the Game Boy. You know, like, um, but yeah, I, is it, is it weird sharing your, your video game devices with your children? No, we do it all the time. My kids play, well, my, my wife's switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it was like $150. Wow. That's Original introductory s- price. Cheaper than, cheaper than Nintendo switch. Mm-hmm. Inflation, Which, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the third topic that I really want to talk about since we've gone way over, um, is ice, ice baby. Do you remember ice, ice baby? I'm not familiar with this. Uh, seriously, this is by chocolate. Uh, uh, what's the opposite of ice? I don't know. Steam, chocolate, steam, (laughs) chocolate, steam. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) um so ice ice baby by vanilla ice is number seven on the charts for the first week in 1990 we didn't talk about it when it was number one in november of 1990 so we're going to talk about it now um it's a hip-hop song by american rapper vanilla ice and dj earthquake it was based off of the baseline of under pressure by queen and david bowie um dj earthquake who did not receive songwriting credits, uh, Queen or Bowie or royalties until after it had become a hit. It was released on Vanilla Ice's debut album to the extreme. And it is his best known song. Well, Hey, let's not forget about the Ninja Turtle rap from that Ninja Turtles Two: secret of the use number two. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Um, uh, yeah. Do you remember Vanilla Ice? Yes. How could you forget? So apparently it was first released as a B side to uh, his cover of play that funky music. Um, but that that single wasn't successful. And then a 
disc jockey named David Morales played Ice Ice Baby instead, and it became it started to pardon the pun snowball. Uh, <laughs> it's way to number one. So yeah, it's dumb. And uh, I guess since we're over, we don't need to play the quiz that I I um picked because we're over. <laughs> well, we did talk about other stuff at the beginning. Yep. And we figured 1990 needed to fill. But we also recorded some stuff at the beginning, remember? Yeah, but it started my timer after we started. And oh. we are at 35. Yeah, well, up to you. Uh, well, right, sure, let's do it. Let's Let's see if we can... Figure out the lyrics to Ice Ice Baby. Ten questions. This is a quiz from Pro Profs Quizzes. We're going to do it together. Uh, test your knowledge of the lyrics to Ice Ice Baby. Question one. All right, stop, blank, and listen. Ice is back with my brand new invention. The possibilities are shut up, stay, collaborate, and be quiet. Is it collaborate? Pretty sure it's shut up. Okay. Also, they, I'd like to state that listen and invention do not rhyme. <laughs> uh, submitting answer. What did you go with? Um, shut up. Okay, we're going with it. All right. And correct. Nice. Yep. That's the only one I know. Uh, something grabs a hold of me tightly flow like a blank daily and nightly. Is it dart harpoon arrow or spear? What do you think? Mm, Dart. Yeah. I'm going to go with dart as well. I actually don't know, but I I think we should go with dart. Let's see. Incorrect. Keep it's harpoon. Okay. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Do they flow? Harpoons don't flow, and I don't think they do it continuously, so that's (laughs) stupid. Uh, I'm shocked that a lyric in the song is stupid. You want to read this one? Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll blank. Is it go, no, show, or glow? Uh, Show. I don't know. I feel like glow would match the. <laughs> All right. The turn image. Off, turn off the lights. Yeah. All right. Let's okay. go with it. Uh, I think we're right. It was correct. Okay. Well, I'm, I stand corrected then. You got to you gotta reduce your IQ. And think about Here, this. Let me read the next one. Okay. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and blank a chump like a candle. Okay. I don't know where to go with that one. Like a candle. What do candles? Oh, the options are light, jump, wax, or take. He wouldn't use light twice, right? No. And candles don't jump. But he was jumping it. No. He's he's, wax. Could be wax. It's not a rhyme, but it's related to candles. I'm leaning towards wax. Uh, let's do it. All right. We did Correct. it. We're doing Boom. well so far. 
Oh, what a wow! What an accomplishment. Okay, your turn. <laughs> uh, dance, go rush the speaker that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous blank. Is it beverage, vine, cocktail, mushroom? I'm going mushroom because I hope he can actually find the rhyme. That, that would rhyme and they're poisonous. I'm going to I'm going with it, but I my second guess would be beverage beverage. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Yeah. All right. Uh, quick to the point to the point. No blank cooking MCs like a pound of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just talked to you about bacon. That looks like some lean bacon. Um, pretty sure that's prosciutto. I think no faking. Uh, it's like a weak rhyme with bacon <laughs> and it fits. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well done. Okay. All right. I'm going to start rapping. We, we could be white rappers. Ugh. I go crazy when I hear a blank and I and a hi hat with a souped up tempo. <laughs> Uh, what I go crazy. Is it rhythm beat symbol or melody? What rhymes with tempo? <laughs> symbol, symbol, uh, symbol and tempo clearly rhyme. <laughs> I'm going to teach this to my five-year-old six-year-old symbol. <laughs> oh, it's survey says boom. Wow. Here comes the no. I'm crying. Keep on pursuing to the next stop. No, sorry. Kept on pursuing to the next stop. I blank a left and I'm heading to the next block. And the answers are made, faked, took, busted. We don't have to work on the rhyme on this one, at least. No. He rhymed stop with block. <laughs> I can't. Oh. I'm going to say I faked a left. Oh, I thought it was busted but i'll go with you okay we can go busted no I, you you've been you've been on fire oh no which you, one you busted was right oh. i'm sorry that's okay i was bust lefts because <laughs> you're left-handed gunshot <laughs> wow gunshots rang out like a blank i grabbed my nine all i heard was shells <laughs> is it bell <laughs> sting Shell or flash. Uh, well, this would be a rhymer. So bells and it it's rang. not going to be bell. It, it rang it out. Be. It rang out. Okay, fine. Bell. If it's not bell. I just, okay. I was going to say I'm going home. I'm home <laughs> already. Because <laughs> uh, my style is like a chemical spill. Feasible blank that you can vision and feel. So it lyrics rhymes rhymes miss oh, sorry rhythms <laughs> i thought it said rhymes twice uh lyrics rhythm rhymes or words uh words i think no or rhymes it's gotta be rhymes man all right, right? as in busta yeah, yes as in leanne no oh kidding. we did it <laughs> as in leanne rhymes yes thank you I, Eighty percent! Wow. wow, that's amazing. I feel sad that we were able to do that. <laughs> oh, let's never do that again. Yeah, thank you, Vanilla Ice. Yeah, chocolate steam, <laughs> and that's it. 
Get your chocolate steam sweatshirt at naming90s.com slash merch. <clears throat> and that's it for this week's edition of Naming 90s. Remember, you can find new episodes out every Monday. Check the episode description for this week's supplemental Spotify playlist curated by yours truly. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Naming90s, the 90s, or find our personal accounts at Bishwitty and at Namely Andrew, and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you would like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Naming90s, also with a 90s. Finally, you can contact us through our website, Naming90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Chocolate Steam, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon, that's Andrew, and we will catch you next time. You ever heard Chocolate Steam's hit single? Hot, hot geriatric people? (laughs) Hot, hot senior citizens? (laughs) Yeah. I'll just keep workshopping that one. Workshop it, yeah. Thank you, Cohen. Uh, chocolate rain? That was a thing. <laughs>